Merry Christmas. Can I even say that? We can because it's Christmas morning and welcome to the Stupidly Small Podcast. Oh, look what Santa's brought me in his sack. Hello, Lauren Clark. <laughs> Hello, Stuart Farrell. Merry Christmas, Merry you lovely Christmas thing. Christmas to you. What are we even doing this on Christmas morning for? Because we thought it was a good idea at the time. At the time, there's a lot of things that seem like a good idea at the time, aren't there? They're, that's true. But uh, I'll tell you one thing. Yes. Christmas, whoever came up with Christmas. Yeah. Probably thought it was a good idea at the time too. <laughs> but it's a real headache of a day, isn't it? I mean, let's not, let's not sugarcoat this one. Okay, we're going in. This is reality Christmas. Oh dear. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, the time where you mix with people that uh, you're probably related to. Careful, Stu. <laughs> that you're probably related to, but you have different opinions right. on various matters. Yeah. Um, it's a day where you can't criticise cooking. It's a day where everyone's food has to be just amazing. You, like every bit of social media has got a photo of someone's pork or turkey. <laughs> going, oh, it's just amazing. Oh, we're in a food coma. But have you ever had a Christmas where the food was crap? No, I don't think I have. Never once? No. I reckon I've had Christmases that you wouldn't enjoy because they didn't have meat. Oh, wow. How do you do a veggie Christmas? Really? That's the first time that's occurred to you? Well, I mean, I've not come across a whole tribe of vegetarians. There's usually one or two scattered through the normal people, but you've actually, um, you've had a whole meat-free Christmas. I I have a meat-free Christmas nearly every year. Wow. So there's no ham? No, no. See, here's the idea with meat-free. <laughs> it's got no meat in it. You know, we were, I was on holiday in the US once and someone ordered the vegetarian breakfast. Yeah. And they said, they weren't vegetarian, they just felt like they didn't want lashings of meat. Yeah. So can we have the vegetarian breakfast, but I wouldn't mind a side of bacon. They said yeah. it comes with bacon. So that's my idea of a vegetarian <laughs> Christmas. When I was in uh, Berlin once, I asked a guy for something vegetarian. I said, have you got anything vegetarian on the menu? He could not understand. And it wasn't a language thing. He was like, what do you mean? I could make mm-hmm. you some of this, but I'd have to put some blah, blah in it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Schwein. Just give me that without that. No, mm-hmm. I couldn't understand. So what do you do? Like how does, it, how does the consensus um, reach vegetarianism? Like what, what has happened to a family that it makes – uh, everything a vegetable on this holiest of holy meat eating days. So basically, <laughs> just for the listeners at home, tucking into a, a roast something, there was a, the biggest, I think, the biggest eye roll I have ever seen <laughs> in the history of uh, ocular uh, commentary. I think <laughs> ocular. It's got a rich and proud history, actually. It does, yeah. particularly in this room. Mm. Um, uh, what was your question? How really? It, what do you want to me a family to, where they, Are you going to do they, that thing where you make me justify being a vegetarian? Not at all. Look, I'm married to a vegetarian. I know. Okay. Look, I'm fully aware. I eat mainly. Look, for the listeners out there, mm. I'm going to come clean. I do eat mainly vegetarian. Okay. And maybe kind I sometimes. <clears throat> and maybe I come, you know, give you a hard time and I nudge, nudge. But when the family, when a whole family or when a whole, for every guest at a family function, mm. Goes the whole hog. Yeah. Goes full veg. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder how... Goes I mean, the anti-hog. Well, the anti-hog, that's yeah. right. How does, how does the consensus all reach that point? How does it get to there? Like, we are, had, are there, are there meat had, eaters there that are happy just to eat vegetarian? Yeah. Okay. We had, we had convo, convos about it and yeah. it was... We were talking one year about um, meat consumption, you know, meat production, mm. meat, like the fact that if everybody went vegetarian, we probably saved the planet in about five minutes. Like, you know, the, all just, just little things like that. And we decided that, plus it's all pretty bad for you. 
Like processed meat's pretty bad for you. Other meats, any meat is supposed to be pretty ordinary for you. So why not enjoy, if you like vegetarian food, mm. why not just really make it awesome? Yeah, what true. is it? Now, look, there is plenty of good vegetarian food. Mm. I'm just saying, not even room for one little roast chicken. No, not a chicken inside. Organic, free range, even brought up yourself just to slaughter for this particular day. Why would we want to do that? See, this is the thing that I find so fascinating about people who come at vegetarians with all these, you know... Well, no, just a little bit. Why can't you have a little bit? But, like, why yeah. would you want to? It's like fake meat. Why do we have to pretend that we want to eat meat? Not bacon. You don't want to eat like, it. Yeah. That's why you're not eating it. Like, even if it's not why you're not eating it. vegetarians have claimed that the smell of a sausage or frying bacon has, has come close to tearing them back into... But you and I have discussed... Of, yeah. How the smell of cooking meat is maybe 8,000 times better than when you actually tuck into it. The second part is um, the second part is what you believe. I can agree with that, but I, I, I think the tucking is as good as the sniffing in a lot of ways. <laughs> I, I, I will admit I was at a, a major um, hardware retailer on the weekend, yeah. just passed. And um, can't possibly guess what it was. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't eaten. You didn't have a sausage, did you? I too. <laughs> I had, but I hadn't eaten, and I was like the day before, and I was starving. You hadn't I, eaten a whole day before. I ate uh, a breakfast I had with you. That was it, and so I was a bit peckish, and so the girl guides, the Heidelberg girl guides, were cooking up a storm behind. You know, it's a fundraiser, so I bought two of their best. No onions, bit of sauce, please, and. Uh, that was a classic case of they really smelt a lot better than they tasted because they right. weren't cooked properly. People are going out too hard and not cooking the sausage slowly, which makes the inside of the sausage oh, mushy. Gorgeous. So if you don't get the snap of a well-cooked sausage, so it's got to be browned on the outside. How did we get from yes. vegetarianism to how to make the perfect sausage? Well, it is Christmas Day. There's going to be barbecues fired up all over Melbourne. okay? And there's going to be arguments. And it's one thing you never address to the person holding the tongs is how to cook their snags. And the other thing, you should never... This is a bit of a free advice Christmas Day. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Politics. Leave it at your own front door. Really? Well, um, I have had some belters of conversations about politics on Christmas Day. I'm not sure about your tribe, but mine... Um, Differ more widely. Well, we have a very wide... Right. As John Howard once said about the Liberal Party, we have a very broad church, church uh, yeah. in our place. Yeah. In fact, it's it's the Church of Satan when it comes to <laughs> politics and it's... <laughs> much like the Liberal Party. Mm. Pretty much. And um, so we tend to just veer away because it's never in-depth mm. discussion. Mm. It's usually rhetoric. It's like it's basically like right. a bunch of Sydney shock jocks get together right. around a table and just start screaming one line platitudes <laughs> at each other. You know, it's it's we're not really it, they're not going to be filming this for any sort of uh, ABC special. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you do get a good conversation with politics. Yeah, and okay. I reckon that the because you know the, you said at the at the kickoff that this is a day which can be stressful and all that stuff. I think the stressful part can be the whole, like, who's cooking what? Who has to be here when and who's driving? You know, you know that a lot of people spend most of Christmas Day driving across the freaking country to get to from one family yeah. thing to the next family thing. And a couple of years ago, my uh, the, the two parts of my family both said, oh, you know what, it's cool. 
don't worry about it. Don't even, Let's don't be even sensible worry. About Let's it. be sensible. Yeah. And um, which is great, but that meant that we had to make decisions. <laughs> but why don't you join? Why don't both tribes meet? Yeah, because it's logistically too, too difficult. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's true. It's true. You Plus, a lot of nasty bone there, but no biting. Really? Why? Well, I thought you were give me like a tip. Stacks on between. Well, like, the... oh, they don't really get along. Or yeah, I wanted to no. hear the goss, but no. So it's not. It's not uh, that. What have we? No, we have. We don't. There's nothing like that. Although, um, I did learn a couple of years ago, and I've never forgotten it. That the Christmas cracker. Yes. And I've said this before, but I the, bet you're uh, one of the young children that were here earlier. I burnt one in the arm this morning when I brought over Christmas gifts, and uh, that person wasn't very impressed whatsoever. And <laughs> was crying with the gunpowder residue sizzling away <laughs> on her hand. Uh, we did get, by the way, we should say some lovely Christmas crackers. Should we crack? Uh, may do. We will do this afterwards. But uh, yeah, we got some Christmas crackers sent to us by an alert listener. Thank, Hello, you, very thank you very much. Uh, been getting some lovely mail, but uh, why was I talking about that? Oh, yes, because in Christmas crackers there are bad jokes. You know that. You know how there are always bad jokes in Christmas crackers. I don't know about that. Really? Well, the one I heard just before was um, what happens when the can- when a kangaroo gets mad, what or something or gets angry, they get hopping mad. Huh? See what I mean? I quite like that one, if told properly. <laughs> no, impossible to tell that one properly. <laughs> uh, no, it's a bit of a complex one. Um, Leave that one for Louis C.K. <laughs> mm. But that they're deliberately bad. The I, I reason that so. they're deliberately bad is because they d- aren't divisive. So if you find a joke funny, chances are, like really like pants, wettingly funny, chances are somebody else is going Take to find offense. it offensive or whatever. Yeah. And this is a way to unite people to, go, to groan. Together. So if you can all agree that it's bad, it's terrible. It's, it's uniting the, the table. Isn't that the worst? Doesn't that speak volumes about how horrifying Christmas can be for a lot of people? Well, yes. But anyway, it is yes. Christmas Day. We do have to move on because it's just a summer cast. I know. This is not the regular. So it is time, as we've been doing every morning, Lauren, for a bit of seasonal tippage. And I think seasonal tippage, I'm yeah. gonna, this is a tippage without notice for you as well. I oh, want God. you to think. I'll do it first. Okay. I want you to think. If you could have anything, yeah. what would you want as a Christmas present? All oh. right? So mine's an easy one. Yeah. I was walking uh, down the street the other day. Yeah. And uh, I'd just been to the zoo. Yeah. And a friend of mine uh, said, if, you know, he said, there should be laws yeah. or there should be automatic jail for people that break trees. As we walk past this, you know, one or two-year-old tree that had just been snapped in half by oh, some no. dumkonf. Yeah. That the word. So, and I, you know, I looked at that sad poor tree that was only capturing uh, bad stuff and releasing good stuff for us. Yeah. Uh, and thought, you know what? I agree. So, if you're listening out there, Tony Abbott, this Christmas morning, jail, automatic jail for tree breakers. That's that would be my Christmas present. What about you, Lauren? You're Clark? terrible for setting me up like this. Yeah, First thing I thought was a gift voucher. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm a bit more. Community-minded, yeah. You really are. You're a giver. No, don't be ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. Oh, you don't have to. You know what? You can think about it. I'm going to think about it. You can do maybe a New Year's Eve uh, wish for the new year. Yeah, yeah. actually, that's good. I'll start thinking about that. Well, you've got a few days. Lauren Clark, it's been wonderful spending Christmas morning with you. I know. It's very nice. But I must let you go off to you and yours, and I'm off to... uh, to my version of the insiders down at uh, wherever we're having lunch today. Until tomorrow for Boxing Day, and I look forward to seeing that swollen belly. It's no, was it? No footy shorts. 
No heavy petting. That's right. And no bombing. Correct.